A reading from Matthew 8, 1-4. When he, Jesus, came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. Immediately he was cured of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Eric, we, we talk a lot about our trips to Israel, which I think is appropriate, um, but I'm just having the memory. as you know, We've just come off the Sermon on the Mount, and now we're back into the, you know, like the messiness of the world. Jesus encounters this person. And um, I'm remembering in our 2023 trip, Nancy and I were there with our kids and our parents, actually. And we were on the Sermon on the Mount, you know, having that experience. And then we get all the way done. We come off the mountain, as it were, as Jesus has just done here in Matthew 8. And we get onto the bus and we realize one of our fellow travelers, we had this, this church from Puerto Rico with us. One of our fellow travelers had somehow gotten lost. And um, we had to turn the bus around and go all the way. It was just annoying and it was a hot day. And I remember my kids were hungry, so they were grumpy. And it was just like chaotic and annoying. And I'm just remembering that right now because here we are. Jesus comes down off the Sermon on the Mountain. What does he encounter? Just this loud, just noisy and chaos. You can just almost picture it. But there's one line here that I just want to quick point out. It says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing. And you know me well enough. When I hear that, when he reaches out and he stretches out his hand, I can't help but thinking about the cross. When he stretched out both of his hands. And basically said to the dying world, I am willing to offer um, the solution, the redemption, the atonement, the forgiveness that's needed for all of our leprosy, the leprosy of our hearts caused by sin. So I just see this as a little foretaste of the cross. Yes. Um, and with that, just I love the line, I am willing. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I was just looking that in the Greek, and it actually translates as to will, to wish, to delight, to intend. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just amazed that, you know, here is this man who has, you know, been afflicted with leprosy and Jesus saying, I am willing, I am intending, I delight in Mm -hmm. wanting to fulfill your desire, which is to be healed. And Yes, and praise the Lord that Jesus heals of our us of our soul soul sickness, mm-hmm. but He also heals us of our physical ailments as well. And not just that, I just think of this leper; he probably was never touched before because he was mm-hmm. unclean. He's not had any human contact. He's had to live in isolation. And the fact that Jesus reached out His hand, I feel like the first level of healing that took place took place was emotional. You know, where he just touched the man. And if you've never been touched by and you had no human contact your whole life. And all of a sudden there's a person who's touching you. I can't imagine Hmm. the level of love and healing that would do for a person. And so the first level is emotional. And then the second level was obviously physical because it says immediately he was cured. But then the other thing that happened was he was restored to his community as a result of being clean now. He didn't have to live in isolation, but after he offered himself the gifts that Moses commanded, um, went to the priest, he would probably be reconciled back to his community. So all three different levels of healing that Jesus did, way more than what the leper was asking. Uh, I just want to talk about echoes. So 
Nate, both of you really, uh, I want to talk about what this series of uh, podcasts is really about. It's about conversation. It's about listening. It's about discovering. And I discovered something here. And I think it was when Nathan was talking. And uh, he, he, I think he imported the cross. Um, but I, my mind immediately fast forwarded to the cross. Uh, uh, to Jesus in Gethsemane. Not my will, but your will be done. And that is a, I've never, I, I would never on my own without this conversation have picked that up. I would have read it very just straightforward as part of this narrative of after the Sermon on the Mount, uh, the world comes and imposes itself on Jesus all over again, and he performs a miracle. That's how I would have read it. Now I see this echoing exactly what Jesus uh, fast forwarding to Jerusalem, uh, to coming in on what we call uh, um, Palm Sunday, uh, of, of going up uh, to the region where the uh, Garden of Gethsemane is. And then after the, the, um, uh, the final, the uh, final, what was it, the Last Supper, uh, Jesus is in Gethsemane and he's praying and he's, he's perspiring and his uh, followers have even fallen asleep. But he says the key thing that all of us as Christians need to say, I am willing, not my will be done, but I am willing, Lord, to do your will. I'm putting myself aside for your purpose. I think it's this is amazing, and I, it's I love it when I discover something new. And it was Nathan and Gina what you both said about it that really opens this up to a whole different way of reading it. 